rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Where am I? There I am. Hi, everyone. Yes, my name is Tara Devlin. Thank you all for hanging out. Yeah, we meet here. We have a regular spot on Saturday evenings from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Please give the show a good review on iTunes and become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin so we can continue to grow and to keep, go- well, to keep going and to grow the show. And on that note, I want to say thank you to Roger. It is, this show is brought to you tonight. We have two new patrons. Oh, hi, Tara Jr. Jr. Sit down and hang out. Take a load off. You've been working too hard. We have, let me take this down. Take down the lower third so people can see the beautiful Tara Jr. Jr., our co-host. So thank you, Roger, for taking that next step and becoming a patron. And also, I want to thank Verdant Square Network. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Verdant, Verdant, depending on where you're from. Verdant, we would say Verdant here in New York. Verdant, Verdant. You can message me and let me know how you pronounce that correctly. I'm sorry if I butchered it, but I want to thank you for taking the extra step to become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. So thank you, Roger, and thank you, Verdant Square Network, for making this show possible. And our most recent patrons, they have made our most recent shows possible. Mark, Uncle Smokey, Eric, Brendan, Roger. Oh, I already said Roger. Uh, that's okay. They're repeating it on my Patreon page. Who else do we got here to say hello to? Laura, Frank, John, Sam, hello, and Lori. You guys, G, Miller, John, T, and Linnell, and John with a J-O-N. That's just a few of you guys. Thank you for keeping the liberal media alive. We can't do without you, and that's it. Otherwise, we're done. We don't have billionaire benefactors. We only have you. If you can't afford to become a patron, please go over to the iTunes or wherever you subscribe and give the show a good review. Share the show with your friends. We're trying to get to the point where we can have a daily show, and that's what's needed. We're in this boat because... In my opinion, you could prove me wrong. Maybe other people have uh, other suggestions what we can do to fix this country. It's not just running for office. This is just as important. Absolutely. That's why Thomas Jefferson said when, if he had a choice, he would, if he had a choice between newspapers without government and or government without newspapers, he would take 
newspapers without government. Because nothing happens unless people are informed. And the way that the Republicans have been able to wreck this country, and yes, they have, they have, they are actively rolling back all of our progress, not just the New Deal. They're rolling us right back to the Dark Ages. Past the Progressive Era, forget about it. Right to the Dark Ages. They've been able to do that because they own very large, very well-funded propaganda networks. So we have to counter that because we have the right side of history. We We have decency, dignity, and democracy on our side. And, well, we have humanity as well. That's why Republicans have to incessantly, they have to uh, keep pounding on their lies. They all have to act like they're for truth, truth, justice, and the American way when they are the antithesis of that. And one of the things that annoys me to no end, and people who watch the show know that I'm sick of them, I'm sick of Republicans. They have stolen the mantle of patriotism, and we're here to take it back. So, Zenny, on the chat, I say, Tara, is that Emperor Gluteus Maximus on your (laughs) T-shirt? No, this is Augustus, Augustus Caesar, formerly known as Octavian before he became Augustus and destroyed, well, he didn't do it alone, the first Roman emperor, I like to remember that out of a 500-year-old republic, they uh, were able to usurp a a republic that, I mean, yeah, we've many, many, uh, of course, they were run, it was run by the rich. It wasn't a true republic. What is the difference between this republic and their republic right now, honestly? If you look it up, I, I say this all the time, but it's the truth. The uh, the gap between rich and poor here in the United States, the income disparity is worse than it was in ancient Rome. So we have a lot in common. The rich are, ro- ro- they are owning our politicians. They corrupt government much in the same way. Of course, they were an overt slave society. Uh, they didn't have racially... Um, their their that's their their slavery wasn't racially motivated. It was ec- it was a pure economic bargain system. You could sell yourself into slavery. You could buy yourself out of slavery. Um, you weren't you didn't necessarily have to be born into it. There, but you know they're mis- misogynists to um to a an extreme. So yeah. I mean, you can't compare 100%, but the the fact is you could take lessons from history. So in that 500-year-old republic was was taken over with the help of the uh, well there was a lot of uh, I mean I we 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 talked about this on the show before because one of the things that what happened, how they were able to over, well, to rule, to take over the Senate was they put out a prescription list and murdered those who were against them 
Now, today, I'm talking about the first, well, was it the first or... Uh, I'm talking about the first, well, first, uh, it wasn't the first. I'm, now I'm babbling. The triumvirate, I think it was the third triumvirate with uh, Lepidus, Mark Antony, and Octavian at the time. And they put out a prescription list of all their detractors, all those who were against their concentrating power. And the rest of the Senate fell into line the way I look at it now is that there is sort of like a proscription list. This is why the Republicans are such cowards, because it's not their lives on the line, literally. They just, they're on a prescription list for um, um, afraid of getting a tweet. They will be me made metaphorically dead by Trump's tweets. They might get primaried. The Trump and Z death cult might rise up against them because of a tweet. So that's what they live in fear of, constant fear. And it's why I think, well, the whole thing with Joe Biden trying to reach across the aisle with these disgusting fascists who hate America, they're irredeemable. And it, we should behave, well, that's why um, I liked... I really appreciated that Lincoln Project commercial that came out with know your name, know their names. And yeah, if the Republicans are, or the former Republicans, the anti-Trump Republicans are, um, know exactly what the hell the problem is, that you do not give the people like Ted Cruz, Mitch McConnell, Joni Ernst, etc., all the enablers, you don't give them a pass, then why do the Democratic Party think, why, why does Joe Biden, why is he so eager to work with these bastards? So, anyway, I didn't mean to get off on that tangent. So, yeah, so much going on, as always, and this is why I appreciate all your support, and I see the chat room filling up. Thank you for um, all of your support. If you guys are on Facebook or Twitter or anywhere else, come come and join us in the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash C slash RDT Daily Media, and that will, we can all be in the same place because that's pretty much where I'm going to be reading the t the text from and yeah that's it you can meet the rest of the community also you can join us in our discord community we have a growing discord community you could go in there share recipes we have a vegan and vegetarian recipe channel that is that's run by comfy socks and we have uh yeah, you could post pictures of your pets. It's really where we get to know each other better and share articles and maybe things that you'd like to talk about on the show. You could feel free to share us there. Share everything there. Okay, whatever. What am I saying? Oh, yeah, wait a minute. It didn't start 30 minutes ago. Covert White Rabbit, we forgot to tell you the live stream started 30 minutes ago. No, it just started. I don't know what's happening. 
Uh, all right. I have a lot of things we want to talk about here. The thing, the reason why I called tonight's show, yes, working class Republicans think you're expendable pawns. One of the things I talk about on this show all the time, for, well, kind of keeping in line what we were saying about Comfy Socks, um, her vegetarian and vegan recipe ch- channel on our Discord page. Because I don't eat meat. This is, I'm not talking. I'm not going to go into a, uh, another thing about not eating meat. The point is, the working class of this country right now, the Republicans are using the pandemic to really strip the American worker of all kinds of of protections that were hard won. People died for these protections, for union membership, for, well, and and nowhere else is this more evident than in the meat packing industry, these meat processing plants, which I find completely disgusting. Over 90 workers already have died in these meat processing plants that Twitler signed one of his de- decrees, his executive orders, de- declaring it an essential workforce, essential my ass. Meanwhile, the bulk of the processed meats, you know, the dead, the corpses of chickens and pigs have been shipped out of the country while, and that's, you know, this is all part of the plan. Any, any excuse to hobble the American worker. They're not out here making the, the world safe for democracy. Have you caught on yet? Have, and if you're a Trump NZ who happens to come across this channel, wait, I have to put the cat down. Come on, honey. I'm sorry. He's, he's sitting on my lap in a, in a weird way, and it was distracting me. And I think I got bit. Actually, I got bit by a bug. I was out yesterday working with the cats. I do, I work with the New York City Feral Cat Initiative. I take care of some cat communities out who who are, unfortunately, I feel so bad for them. I wish all animals had homes, but we do what we can for them. They don't know any other way, but I think I got bit because I have a bug bite on my arm. I hope it's not a radioactive spider. That might be good, though. Maybe I'll have some. Maybe I'll get some patrons. I'll do some tricks on the on the for patrons only, and we'll get new patrons. So, all right. The the, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I put, I've made this point numerous times before about the well, part of the reason I don't eat meat is I I feel I, I besides feeling bad for the animals. I but I relate to them, okay? I see myself in them. I see the working class in them. We're just a little bit higher on the ladder. And if you don't think that the billionaires of this country like the Trump donor who owns one of the meat processing plants that abuses the people who work there, they are forcing people back to work. They gave them 
five days off or something if they had coronavirus. How do you get over the coronavirus in five days? Other than that, you were mandated back to work. And there's this article in, where is it? Here we go. In the midst, well, in the New Yorker today by Jane Mayer. It's titled, How Trump's Tycoons Exploit the Pandemic. So in the midst of this national crisis, these are not patriots, ladies and gentlemen, not in any way, shape, or form. They are profiteers. They don't love democracy. They're not in it for democracy. They're not here. I don't care how many flags they wave. They... This is a class of people that know no borders. They suck up to the, the government. They buy politicians. They own government so they can exploit the working class. That's not a patriot. I'm sorry. These billionaires, I am so sick of it. On, For example, I'm really sick of American workers not just being exploited, but what makes me even sicker are, um, are the people who don't even realize they're being exploited. Someone on, I was on Brad Bannon, I was on, well, it was Le- Leslie Marshall, her show, and Brad Bannon was co-hosting, or um, substitute hosting, and so we were on there talking about basically what we're talking about here, how progressives are the real patriots and the progressives the patriotic imperative of taxing the rich it's not just it's right and let's make them pay their fair share it's about protecting the democratic system this republic this this constitutionally limited democratic republic that's what it's about protecting, ensuring that an intergenerational aristocracy doesn't rise up to the point and become so powerful that it can, as FDR said, reach out and control, reach out thirsting for power to control government itself. That's exactly why we need a high marginal tax rate. We need an estate tax that prevents an intergenerational aristocracy, and that corporations and capitalism itself must be heavily regulated for the good of us all. So someone, so when I was on Brad Bannon's show, we were talking about the patriotic imperative of progressive policies, and somebody, let me see, where the heck is it? Because some guy, it really irritated the hell out of me. So I had to respond. They, he responds, wait, hold on. Sorry, guys. Where the heck is it? He's, he writes, you keep making suggestions to spend budgets you know nothing about. Give the money to people so they don't have to work. That's why what he is translating what we're talking about, progressive taxation. Yeah, let's just give people money so they don't have to work. As if the working class of this country doesn't know how to work. 
The American people, there's nobody works harder than people on the wrong side of Reaganomics. No one is hanging out in the social safety net hammock that doesn't exist. The American people have to work their asses off to come even close. We don't even make it close to the standard of living that used to be our grandparents' birthright. Oh, yeah, but that's why propaganda works, you understand? Give money to people so they don't have to work? Let's just dumb down America, he says, and make them lazy so they vote Democrat, right? And that, well, besides the point that that would be they vote Democratic, you effing tedious goddamn bore, you tool. These people are um, really exactly everything that I talk about on this show and the exact, exactly why we need a liberal media. So voices like that, who is this person? Some idiot who probably, just like you and me, spends his day, oh, let's see, retired police chief. You think he's hanging out uh, in the 1%? When was the last time a billionaire met him for a beer and trickled upon him? But out there promoting the billionaire talking point. Good little surf, but how? I mean, everything in this person's tweet is is exactly what I'm talking about here: the ignorance, the useless idiotness of the incessant right-wing propaganda. Give the money to people so they don't have to work. No. That's not how it works. We are, everybody works. We, and if you can't work because you're sick or you, or for whatever reason, you're disabled or whatever, you're retired, you're too old, what kind of a society are we trying to build? We're in this together. Give people so they don't have to work. You tell me, the American people right now and in my entire lifetime, the productivity of the American people is through the roof, is at record levels, as is corporate profit. So why doesn't this idiot, this Bruce, at Emily's Papa on Twitter, this idiot who sits around pining for a billionaire to trickle on him, why doesn't he promote the general welfare instead of the welfare of the corporate elite? Nobody has a free ride more than the, those at the top who ride us all mercilessly to the bank like we are nothing but parasites. Well, well, they're parasites and we're the hosts. And then they bloat themselves and discard us while idiots like Bruce say, oh, we're going to give America to the lazy? Who's lazy here in this country? The American people are working one, two, three jobs. When there's jobs now in the midst of the pandemic, now 40 million are out of work thanks to the goddamn conservatives. They love it like that because they need you nice and malleable and, and begging. Be hey, you won't rise up and ask for a union and demand a union if you, you're going to be joining the ranks 
of the 40 million unemployed, this is exactly the right time, according to the upper class, to go in and destroy unions, and that's what they're doing. And we have cheerleaders. There's always been people like Bruce, like at Emily's Papa on Twitter, who are, are, are idiots who are working against the working class. Now, meanwhile, Bruce, who is a retired police chief, I'm sure he's in a union, right? The police have a union. So what's wrong with the American worker, regardless of industry, collectively bargaining? We're not talking about giving money. We're talking about having a a civilization that works for all, not just the 1%. And that 1%, if we don't tax the rich and prevent an intergenerational aristocracy from developing and bloating as, as it is now, thanks to the rolling back, the elimination of the estate tax and the GOP tax scam and the GOP tax scam in general, the rich are getting richer. Even though they had, they it was even before the GOP tax scam, they widening the income gap between rich and poor was wider than in ancient Rome. So, even though we were reaping record profits, but we, as a civilization, as a society, who so many fought, bled, and died to entrust to us a society that is a democratic republic. So the kind of society Bruce is talking about, that exists too. But that's not what we're supposed to be doing here. This ain't a monarchy. This is not an intergenerational aristocracy. This is not an autocracy. It's not feudalism. Although, yeah, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to rebuild a feudal, a a neo-feudal corporate system and wrap it in the veneer of red, white, and blue. Say it's patriotic to let the rich run away with the bank and write the laws and buy politicians. That's why they need their propaganda channels. So then they get on their propaganda channels, they never miss the opportunity to turn the American people against each other. So instead of this asshole going on Uh, uh, going on Twitter and talking about the undeserving rich. You tell me that the six Walton heirs, they work harder than the, their employees at Walmart who they pay. I'm choking on myself who they pay such a pittance to the working class that they have the most amount of workers on public assistance and that you're telling me these six mother effers that that's a a uh that's the right thing to do is to ensure that six people have more money than the bottom 50 percent of the population well you know what you may think mr emily's papa at emily's papa you may think that's the kind of system you want to live in but that's not what we were promised that's not the American dream. That's not what it says in our founding documents. That's for sure. 
It says that we pledge our lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other. That we overthrow a king and his aristocracy and his undeserving heirs. So, this is why, ladies and gentlemen, I ask you to support liberal media. Because, guess what? Bruce, where the hell is he getting his information? You, you don't think that he's watching Fox News and Rush Limbaugh? He's not listening to that shit, that bullshit constantly? swelling around in his empty head? So he has the nerve to come out here and call the American people lazy? You effing disgusting tool. So they vote Democrat? That's democratic. These people can't even say the right name of the Democratic Party because they're infants. You understand? Every time the a Republican says Democrat Party, remember what I say. They prove me right. Republicans lack the emotional maturity that is required to function in the type of free democratic society they can only pretend to love. And they prove me right. They reduce political discourse to a schoolyard bully taunt. Democrat Party. That's all you got? And lazy, turning your, um, your, uh, the American people against each other, calling people lazy in a country where the rich are getting richer, productivity is as high as it's ever been, yet the laws are corrupt. And how much longer? Are we going to take it? I have to ask all the time. I ask you again, how much longer? How much longer? Each time. Maybe I'll be an old lady one day, if I'm lucky. And I'll say, oh, good, great. We've, uh, I didn't have to wait my entire life. Oh, shit, wait Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to respond to this text. <laughs> this is why I ask you to become a patron, because... All right, so it's going to be a short one tonight. Or maybe I could take a break, because I got to, you know why? Hold on, guys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hold on, I should have played a video. This is why I ask you to become a patron, because I got somebody bothering me about a job I had to do offline, and they need changes. <laughs> Figures, typical. So, we're going to be, it'll be like an hour. We'll do a show for like an hour. That's going to be a short show. Usually I try to do at least two hours, but in the meantime, let me 
Hold on, hold on. Where are you guys? I just want to say hello to you guys. There's a lot to talk about. It goes by so quickly, so... Hope maybe we could do... Well, I started at 8. We'll try to go till 10. Maybe it, I might have to cut it short. Or I could take a break and come back after I finish. Where are you guys? Where are you? So much going on. I'm losing everybody by... Because uh, I'm trying to find... I know I got some super chats. That's why I'm trying to find where the chat is. And I have 50 windows open. Anyway, I'll just... I'll find it as we're discussing. I, I'm sure you're still here. Yeah, the COVID, Jim, on the chat, the COVID stimulus package proved America is an oligarchy. Absolutely. Do you think that if if we were a functioning society, that they would have the nerve to present a package like that? They would be they would be tripping over themselves to prove how much that they how much they represent the American people. You know what I mean? What they're doing, they the they don't care. They, this is the thing. They want, there's so many things, okay? They want the American people, they want children to go back to school without having any, uh, without following any um, advice of medical professionals and science because, and, and, they they keep saying how other countries are they've opened but they don't want to make the investment that the other countries have made in keeping their children safe they're not outfitting schools with plastic screens and and uh the ability to spread out desks social distancing they're not they're not making any investment. They're just saying, as Betsy DeVos disgracefully said and displayed, they don't care. They just want people back to school. They have calculated that 15,000 children will die. It's not going to be their children, though. It might be yours, but it won't be theirs. So... What do they care? And if those kids bring coronavirus home and granny happens to live there because welcome to the United States of serfs and lords. Can't, granny can't afford to live on her own. Says she's only got social security. Socialist security. That's not enough to live on. And her 401k went bust. In the second Republican Great well, the near Republican Great Depression, the second Republican, well, the near second Republican Great Depression, the Republican Great Recession. So, Granny lives in the basement, and little Johnny comes home. He may be a carrier. It's the the ridiculousness of taking people's temperature. Nothing says how stupid we are, but <laughs> except the um, how they opened up Disneyland or Disney World. I don't know, whatever that one is in Florida. 
Oh, we're taking people's temperature going into Disneyland. As if it matters. You might as well be. It's like taking off your shoes at the airport. You, it's a show. Who? Who? What is this? We already know that people can be asymptomatic and spread the coronavirus. And last show, I read a story from a doctor who has, who told a young person who was 30 years old, his last words were, I thought this was a hoax, but I was wrong. He, he had contracted the coronavirus at one of those parties at one of those COVID parties in Texas. This is where we live, in stupid land. Dum-Dumville. So, uh, yeah. And if you don't, this is why I'm bringing up the, the what's happening in the, in the meat processing plants, which is, it's just a murder mill. It's disgusting. It's a corpse-making factory. And, they, all right, let me just read this article, and then we'll get into it, because it really kind of, it's, it's a long article. We're not going to read the whole thing, but it makes the point that how Trump is helping tycoons exploit the pandemic, and these are his donors, and this is by Jane Mayer in The New Yorker. On June 22nd, in the, ba- in the baking heat of a parking lot, a few miles inland from Delaware's beaches, several dozen poultry workers, many of them black or Latino, gathered to decry the conditions at a local poultry plant owned by one of Donald Trump's biggest campaign contributors. We're here for a reason that is atrocious, Nelson Hill, an official with the United Food and Commercial Workers International Union, told the small but boisterous crowd, which included top Democratic officials from the state, among them Senator Chris Chris Coons. The union, part of the AFL-CIO, represents some 1.3 million laborers in the poultry processing and meatpacking plants, as well as workers in grocery stores and retail establishments. Its members many define as essential workers, without the option of staying home have been hit extraordinarily hard by the coronavirus. The union estimates that nearly 30,000 of its workers in the food and healthcare sectors have contracted COVID-19, and that 238 of those have died. For the previous 42 years, a 1,000 or so laborers at the local processing plant in Selbyville have been represented by Local 27. Just two years earlier, the workers there had ratified a new five-year contract, but Hill told the crowd in the middle of the pandemic, as the number of infected workers soars, the plant's owner, Mountaineer Corporation, one of the country's largest purveyors of chicken, conspired, along with Trump, to kick us out. Hill, who is black and from a working-class family in the Delaware, Dela, Del, not Delaware, Del, Delmara Peninsula, a scrubby stretch of farmland that includes Delaware, Maryland. Blah, 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 blah. She's being very flowery in her language, but anyway, let's get to the point. But as he spoke to the crowd behind dark glasses, his face glistened with anger. It's greed. That's what it is. It's a damn shame. The jobs at Mountaineer rank as among the most dangerous and worst paid in America. 
Government statistics indicate that poultry and meat processing companies report more severe injuries than any other industry, commonly assumed to be more hazardous, which I'm sure includes the police, frankly, because the police don't have one of the highly hazardous jobs. In fact, many other jobs. I haven't looked up the statistics. I'm just wondering if uh, that includes cops, but... It says here, including coal mining and sawmilling. Between 2015 and 2018, on average, a slaughterhouse worker lost a body part or went to the hospital for inpatient treatment about every other day. Unlike meat packers, two-thirds of whom belong in unions, who belong to unions, only about a third of the poultry workers are represented by organized labor. And those who are unionized face mounting pressure. The industry, which is dominated by multinational corporations such as Mountaineer or Mount Air, has grown increasingly concentrated, expanding its political influence while replacing unionized employees with contract hires, right? Sort of like me. Well, I'm not a meat packer, but this whole gig economy world that we live in now. That's the way they like it. They like us nice and divided and fighting amongst each other. There's no union. There's no power to the people. There's no e pluribus unum. They like it. That's why the Republicans were all about Uber. Remember how when Uber first started, they were all, oh, loving Uber. I remember Mitt Romney went around in an Uber promoting it because it keeps people divided you're your own man or woman right you're you're it's your if you don't work you don't get paid this is part of the problem we don't have any vacation leave we don't have sick leave we don't have health care universal health care this country and then i gotta put up with the bullshit on my twitter feed from dupes Talking about lazy. How dare they? Walk a minute in in the in the 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 goddamn shoes of somebody who is on the lower end of the ladder, these bastards. And they laugh. They laugh all the way to the bank. You know it. Absolutely. These Fox News victims, they would rather yell at, a, at their fellow Americans and call them lazy than risk, ever risk falling out with the billionaires they beg for a trickle. You know, they're still waiting. Maybe Donald Trump will meet them for a beer. Maybe the CEO of Mountain Air will somehow, I don't know, if they beg hard enough, Give them a a little trickle. Maybe another 40 years. How much longer are we going to beg? Let's come up with a plan. Maybe 30 years, 40 years. What do you think it'll be? By the time they're done with us, this working class is done. You understand that. This is why I do what I do. Because I really do hope to see another kind of society rise up out of the ashes, one that fulfills the promises we were made. Weren't you told these promises too? I know I was. 
Work hard and play by the rules. And you get to live a decent middle-class life. That didn't uh, mean what? You can't retire? That's what we all assumed. Days off, sick leave, decent working conditions, living wages, health care, dental care. I goddamn care. These effing greedy goddamn health insurance companies, of course, you know, as if your eyes aren't in your head. Or your teeth is not part of your body or something. They'll cut you off. They will cut you and slice you and dice you like those chickens in the, in the manufacturing, in the meatpacking industry. That's why I don't eat meat because we're just one rung higher. And if those people who chop up those chickens, if, it, if they could get away with it, you know that the CEOs at Mountaineer and anybody, all of them, Donald Trump, and all his pals, they would push you right in that processor right after them, if they could. You know that, and that's what they're doing. They do it as uh, metaphorically. And the thing in this article by Jane Marin, I, I suggest you all read it. I cannot read the whole thing, not just, just because it's just, it is just too long for the show. But in this article... One of the workers asks, well, let's just read this section here. Typically, her shift begins at 8, 8, 8 18 a.m. and lasts until 4.45 p.m. I mean, 4.54 p.m. Since her youngest child is still a toddler, she works less than full-time. As a result, she has lost her seniority and gets only one week of vacation a year. Workers don't get two weeks until they've been employed for a full four years. Well, I guess that's the way it is here in the United States of serfs and lords. She's lucky she gets vacation. Most people don't, right? Only in every other country is vacation mandated and sick leave mandated. Not here. You know what they give us for Christmas, she says? I think... uh <laughs> You think if I, I ever get a bonus working here, they give us two whole chickens and a bag of potatoes. Every year, that's what we get. She was paid about $13 an hour until the pandemic hit. Mountain Air then instituted a hazard pay raise of a dollar an hour, which is not even, I mean, well, here in New York, federal, I mean, the state minimum wage is 15 an hour. The federal minimum wage is still 7.30 goddamn 5 or whatever it is. Ridiculous. 7.35? What is that? That's your commute money. Ridiculous. That's what we do. We've done that to ourselves. We allow that to happen. How much longer, I ask, how much longer are we going to take it? So, she continues, uh, every year that's what we get. She was paid about 13 an hour until the pandemic hit. Okay, yeah. In June, the extra dollar was canceled. 
Even local convenience stores, she noted, gave workers a $3 an hour raise. And then Mountaineer took it back, she said, shaking her head. Why are they giving us a $1 raise and giving $2 million to Donald Trump? <laughs> what do you think? So, you think Donald Trump cares about you? Or you, or you, or you, or any of us. Or any of these Republicans. $2 million. This, the CEO, is a friend of Trump's. He's giving him money. In this legal bribed system. And then the woman asks, what are we, animals? Yes, you are. Yes. You're animals. Like the animals being sliced and diced. You're just a little bit higher on the ladder. Just a little, not much, though. Maybe a slimmer, a sliver. That's us you're chopping up. The way that they treat animals is exactly related to the way that they treat us and we treat each other. Yeah, what are we, animals? Yes. Haven't you caught on yet? That's how they think of you. They don't like you. They are, you're a, you're a nuisance to them. If you could work, if you could shut your mouths and then be, do the right thing and walk into the processing uh, blade yourself so they could slice and dice you and sell you. That's what they want from you. Shut up. And be a commodity that you are. Commodities don't have rights. You're nothing. It's all about them. CEO pay. Powerful money to them. Not you. You're not slicing and dicing those chickens so that the share of the profits that your work makes possible will be equitably distributed amongst all? No. You're slicing those animals only by accident of birth. You're, you happen to be born a human being, but not that much higher on the ladder, I hate to tell you. You didn't, you didn't have a trust fund. You're not, uh, you're not in the 1%. So, what are you? You're nothing. The American worker is nothing. Have we all got, have we all caught on yet? She works in the refrigerated side of the plant, handling eviscerated carcasses. The temperature, she said, is so cold it's unbearable. Although she's under 50, she said that she already has arthritis. Listen, girl, she said, my body hurts from that place. My hands, the cold air. Imagine you got to put your hands on that cold meat. I mean, sometimes it's so cold, I have to go home. Well, that's just her being lazy, I guess. Like, uh, what's it? Like the guy on my Twitter feed. Lazy, just being lazy. She and other workers complained that even before the coronavirus struck, their respiratory systems had suffered from inhaling harsh antimicrobial chemicals such as picartic acid, periactics, I can't pronounce it, uh, that are used to protect chickens from contamination. 
When she walks through some parts of the plant, I hold my breath. When the pandemic hit, a lot of people died. She wasn't sure how many fatalities there had been because our bosses weren't talking. One co-worker she considered a friend, an elderly man named Hong Lee, who was known as Pop. Well, Pop disappeared. Everything was hush-hush, she said. It was just go in there and do your work. Eventually, Lee's son called to say that Lee had died from pneumonia brought on by COVID-19 and that Lee's, Lee's wife was now fighting for her life. The employee said Lee said of Lee, God, it took him out. I'm hurt. I cried my ass off, but management was silent. You think the owner cares about people dying in that hell? She said, no. You think they posted one picture of a person who died in memory of someone? Nothing. Not one picture. A co-worker confirmed this account and added they didn't even take up a collection for the family. Because you're nothing. How much longer, right? Are we going to take it? But how many times I got to say it? This is why we have to be unified. So... The pal- what that one woman alone, yeah, she's exploitable and vulnerable. But together, we can goddamn make this system work for all. If we have the will and the strength and the stomach for the fight. And we stop dividing and conquering. Stop listening to the likes of Bruce on my Twitter feed with to calling fellow Americans lazy because we want to tax the rich. We want to ensure that there's not an intergenerational aristocracy that can buy the government and ensure that it remains this way in an unmerciless hell for the working class who get nothing. They are treated like crap. They are paid like crap. Like worse, I mean, at least I guess the way that the CEOs look at it in the meat processing plants, uh, I guess we should be grateful they allow us to live, unlike the chickens who don't have union representation. And they don't have voices, I suppose. But that's the way they want you to be. That's the way that the CEOs want you to be. You think when the CEO who gives Trump $2 million, that's just the tip of the iceberg. They do it through their on their dark money super PACs that are legal in this goddamn United States of serfs and lords. You think when he gets together, he goes to see Trump in the Oval Office that they're talking about you? You having a decent middle-class life? You having uh, retirement security? You think they're talking about making a country, uh, righting the wrongs of a country that is the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap of all of our Western partners? You think they're looking across the pond and saying, oh, gee, in, in England, they get 30 days paid off, guaranteed by the goddamn government. What's wrong with us here? They also have socialized medicine. And as much as they have problems, because every system, everything has problems when human beings are involved, 
You don't hear one English person or anybody who lives in a system that has universal health care saying, I want what the Americans have. Not a one. They look at us with shock at how stupid we are that we allow it to continue. Seriously. They say, what's wrong with you people? You don't know history. You don't know reality. You don't know what goes on in the rest of the world. You think this is normal. You think that democracy is allowing the rich to ride us mercilessly to the bank. That's what you think. You think that democracy means, you think freedom means that the rich are free to F you over without government telling them to play nice with the plebs. Guess what? That's not freedom. You know why they think that, that a lot of people think that? Because of right-wing propaganda. That's why. That's why the liberal media is so important. We need a liberal media. That's why it's important for you and everyone to become a patron or support in any way you can to spread this message. This is the patriotic message that will fix this country, that will put pressure on politicians, that will unify us, will get us together. We start maybe waking some people up. That it's not about those who have lighter pigment or darker pigment. It is about rich and poor, and it always has been. And what kind of system do we want? Do we want one that works for the 1%? Uh, You can have that system, guys, but that's not democracy. But that's not what we voted for. That's not what we ever voted for. No one put that on the ballot. They got to do that clandestinely. They have to do that underhanded-like. That's why they need the likes of Rush Limbaugh and Fox News to keep the American people at each other's throats. Stupid. Divided. Weak. Driving their Ubers saying, I'm free. At least I'm not, uh, you know... Black, I suppose. I don't know. Don't be stupid. Don't be Republican. It really is the Republicans, but the Democrats got problems too. We know that. Yeah. We have hope with Democrats. I have hope for Democrats because the Democrats at least aren't completely evil and greed-centered, although human beings have weaknesses because we're greedy we're fearful, we're tiny, some of us. That's why, I, in my opinion, we have to, you know, government, when we get together as a community, we try, it is our duty to try to bring out the best in people, to be as compassionate and as caring as we can to each other so we can have a system that is worthy of everyone who ever died for it. That's what makes me sick. And these Republicans, they have no business being anywhere near the halls of power. They are incapable. They are emotionally stunted, spiritually stunted. 
intellectually stunted. Prove me wrong, frankly. Come on. Prove me wrong. Hmm. Let me see. Where are you guys? I got. I'm still looking for you. You know why? Can I show you what I'm? What I see when I look at my computer? This is what I see. <laughs> That's the entire screen. So it's a little bit confusing. When I lose you, I try to put you guys to the side. Okay, my the the stream is here, and then I lose you, and I can't find you. And I want to say thank you all for becoming a patron. All those who are patrons, who are super chatting, all that stuff will keep us going. And will help us grow. We have to grow the liberal media. That's the bottom line. You know it. I know it. Boom, boom, boom. The hell? I know you're somewhere. I'm getting closer. I could feel you. I could feel the energy of the Tarabuster chat room. Nice. All right, here you are. Thank you. Make the chat large font. That's not the, the that's not the point. It's not the large font. Are you saying that to me? So I could find the chat? I can't find it because it's it's part it's one window on many windows that are open. Thought I just heard the cat Tara Jr. Jr. Let's see. Thank you for your super chat, Jim, of course, and Stephen Lee. Thank you. I wanted to let's see what's the, I don't know. There's so many things. So many. So let me wrap up what we were talking about with the Jane Mayer article. Yeah, this is what's happening while the Republicans pretend to give a shit. They don't really. They're not, they're not pretending to give a shit. They, that they want the coronavirus to just go away and shut up and die. You know what? You're just supposed to die. They have to open the economy. Twitler needs to be reelected. So you're in the way. You don't want to open up. The economy, because you don't want to send your kids to school. You don't want them to die. Oh, well, that's nice, but that's not the point. What you want. Haven't you caught on yet? What you want is not in the cards here. They're not here to make uh, the, a democracy work for all. That's not what Republicans do. It's the entire game. They they kind of, because of this crisis, you see how horrible they are. They made it worse. The American people are dead. Not to say that we wouldn't have had the pandemic here, but it would never have gotten to this level if we didn't have Republicans in charge. Republicans are incapable. They have no interest in governing. And this whole crisis is a case in point. They don't like they don't like governing. You understand? They only like reaping the rewards of government. They like they're the ones. See, that's why they call you takers and blah 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 because they're the takers. They're the ones who like sucking on the government teeth. 
like parasites. And they have absolutely no interest in running anything or governing in any fashion. They want to use government to make their lives easier. Not to make your life easier, not to have a social safety net for you. Government is there for them. You're there for them. Do you understand? Your tax dollars, you gotta you have to get up whether you are sick, whether you have coronavirus or not, get up and drive your Uber, go to work, go to school, do what you do, go to the meat processing plant, shut your dumb surf mouth and die if, you, if that's in the cards for you. You'll meet Jesus, don't worry. That's what they promise. You'll get a mansion in heaven. But don't pester them. With having to make a system work for all, especially in a crisis. It doesn't work for them. I mean, on a good day, they can't govern. So when a crisis comes and then everybody looks to them for leadership, they're standing there naked from head to toe. They are effing frauds. The only reason Republicans ever get into government is to... manipulate the government to write the laws. They get into it not for altruism. They want to write the laws to make themselves and their friends rich and to ensure that you do nothing about it, to disempower you because that's what the rich want them to do. They're in government to look like a big man, have somebody call them up and, you know, they could smoke cigars on the golf course while they slice and dice not just the chickens at the processing plant. They're slicing and dicing you. And then they, uh, they laugh when they hear idiots like that guy Bruce on my Twitter feed talking about, oh, the lazy people. Who, who are they talking about? People who die um, chopping up chickens because they don't have a goddamn day off. They got to go to work with the coronavirus because they don't have sick leave. And, and if they don't show up, they don't get paid. This system, the coronavirus just exposed exactly what frauds the Republicans are. They are they've always been frauds. Ever and ever, forever and ever, amen. They have never been capable of functioning or leading. They, they're not leaders. They're takers. What's their idea? They don't come up. They're not innovating anything. They're not offering anything. They're not bringing anything to the table. Their idea is make the rich richer. By any means necessary. And if democracy gets in the way of that, goodbye, democracy, you see? Of course it does. That's why they have to undo the estate tax and roll more money up to the top. As if, you know, the system, when when Twitler got his greedy, grubby, stubby fingers around the neck of power... The uh, the economy was already the we already had the widest income gap 
of all of our Western partners. So what did they do? They made it worse. You think they wor worry about that? No, honey. They're making it, they're doing it because that's the point. Make the rich richer and ensure that the working class becomes and remains the working poor. So in the middle of a pandemic, what do they do? Are they strengthening workers? Are they, are they enhancing health benefits and health care in general? Are they ensuring that we have living wages? That even though, oh, we got 40 million out of work, are they ensuring that those people aren't losing their homes? Aren't, uh, are, are able to continue to live? No. What are they doing? They're stuffing the courts with unqualified flunkies. So when the, we, we the people, when we get, some power and we go to court to try to challenge their fascist goddamn takeover of this country, their unqualified flunky on the court will nullify it. This is all about, this is it. I mean, this is what they do. Hmm. I just want to... What am I going to do here? Let me see. So that's why I say with as far as we have to wake up. We have to open our eyes and realize the game that's being played and that, you know, we're in this together. We are. And realize who we're up against. And that, yeah, we're, we are... Uh, all of us, if somebody at a meat processing plant is exploited and being attacked and their union is being disbanded, this is what they're doing. They're pushing these, un these workers to vote out their union in the middle of a pandemic because they want to bring in a, a, the desperate because there are more people out of work now, 40 million out of work. That's a great time for the rich to F over the working class. As Jay Gould said, I can hire one half, half of the working class to kill the other half of the working class. As he said in the first Gilded Age. Well, w welcome to the second Gilded Age. And we are here by, by design. Not by accident. This is none of this. Don't get me wrong. Believe it. None of this has been an accident. They've done it to us on purpose. We've allowed them to do it. So how much longer? I ask again, how much longer will we take it? And there's so much ugliness, too. That's the other thing in this effing country. Part of the whole propaganda, the right-wing propaganda machine, is... They, it's like James Baldwin described the white dum dums, the the white trash dum dums who 
scream and yell about uh, America, about racism, about all lives matter. Yeah, where's your all lives matter now, Betsy, Betsy DeVos, when they're sending kids back to school and saying 15,000, well, they, they said uh, one, whatever it was, 1% or something. It ends up being about 15,000 children will die. I thought this was all lives matter land. Where's your all lives matter? I thought all lives mattered. No, no, no. No, dummies. Not all lives matter. Only The only thing that matters is the 1%. 1% lives matter. You're nothing. If they had to eat you, they would. They would slice you up. That's capitalism. Unchecked, unfettered capitalism without regulation does not work for the working class. No way. That's why we had, that's why slavery existed in the first place. They will commodify, that's what capitalism does. It will take and take and take and take unless we say, all right, no, this is the kind of system we want where you yes, you could be rich, but you're not going to be so rich to the point where you can threaten the democratic republic that so many fought, bled, and died to create and entrust to us. So we will tax you at a progressive tax rate, and we will ensure that there is a high marginal tax rate, like under that socialist Eisenhower. And we will also institute an estate tax to prevent the intergenerational aristocracies from developing, that the same kind of intergenerational aristocracy that we had to fight in the revolution that ruled over Western civilization for thousands of years. So, yeah, we learned that lesson. Sorry, this is the land of the free, not of the serfs and lords. That's what freedom means. When we all get together and say, we're not free unless we can have a living wage. So that's the kind of laws we will write. We're not free if we're ignorant. So we will make a law that the American people, our tax dollars will pay for education out of the general fund, not out of property taxes. You're, we're not free unless we can go to the doctor when we're sick. So we will have, we'll, we'll write a law and ensure that everyone has health care, universal health care, universal higher education, living wages, retirement security. We're not free. If you can't retire when you're old, that's the kind of country that we want, right? Where, you, where you're old, if you're sick, if you're disabled, if you're old, you're able to have a life. You're still, you don't have to sit on the, on the corner and beg. This ain't Charles Dickens land anymore. So we, if we, this was a functioning country, a democratic republic, that's the kind of laws we would write. But instead, the rich bought their little politician pets thanks to campaign finance allowing billionaires and millionaires to buy them. And they, they didn't write laws that said, hey, 
you know, all of the workers, they, it's not fair that they work their entire life and yet can't come close to the standard of living that their grandfather had in the great prosperity. So let's write a law to ensure that everyone gets a fair share of the profits that their labor makes possible. How many millions of dollars? Instead of giving two million to Trump, he could have that CEO could have given it to all of his workers. No. No, 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 no. Don't you get it, guys? I've been telling you every week, every time we have a show. Wake up. Wake the next person up. It's really unbelievable how stupid this country is, how abominable the response to the coronavirus has been. But what what have I been telling you? What do you expect from Republicans? You are nothing to them. A fish can only swim, a bird can only fly, and a goddamn Republican can only grift and uh, divide and conquer, especially along racial lines. That's what they do. So if they have enough money, uh, I mean, the essential worker bullshit, if it's so essential, why? What, what's wrong with this country? We're essential? These workers are essential, but we treat them like shit. Okay, that doesn't sound normal to me. I don't think the CEO of a manufacturer, of a, of a chicken processing plant is essential, frankly. I bet you that those workers can run that plant a hell of a lot better than that son of a bitch could. Who needs him? Who needs one cancer cell eating up all of the nutrients? Get them, get lost. That's why, you know, the French rose up. They had had enough. And then the aristocracy in the French Revolution, they couldn't get rid of their privileges fast enough because they wanted to keep their heads. But, you know, we're so, we're like supplicants here calling each other lazy when all we're trying to do is have a functioning democracy. A democratic republic of 320 or 30 million diverse human beings who live together in a civilization that works for all. That many of us, our ancestors, fought, bled, and died to entrust. They fought in these wars. They served their countries their country, not these effing, not Trump, not any of them. They didn't serve. You know, I took the oath to defend, to protect and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I wasn't taking an oath. So the oligarchy can rape and pillage the land from sea to shining goddamn sea. Forever and ever for time immemorial. Amen. That's the end of the story. I think not. Forget about it. Let me show you one other thing. This is how stupid and ugly this country is. 
Look at this dumb bitch. <laughs> not me. Some other dumb bitch. I'm not a dumb bitch like this. This dumb bitch. Karen. Well, it's not her name, but she might as well be. She has a radio show. Not anymore, though. Because when she was on her way to work, she saw some workers speaking Spanish. She couldn't handle it. It wasn't American enough for her. So she had to get up in everybody's business. You speaking English? Okay, but it is America. It is America. You should be speaking English. You should be speaking English. They work for the state. You should be speaking English. What do you work for? Oh, so are these people... Is English. Doesn't matter. It's still English. It's English. 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 Is anybody here illegal? Are these guys illegal? Any, what's the name of this company? Wait, wait. Oh, sorry. I hit the wrong button. Look at this. Look at this. It's America. Speak English. Speak English. So he's, this is a foreman working for this company, Morin's. And he's speaking, this he's speaking Spanish to these guys. So your tax doll is up here in the hands. Is- That's what's going on here. That's what's going on here. That is what's going on. So now they're, they're, they have people who don't speak English, who are putting in this stuff that taxpayers are paying for, and look what they're doing. This is communism. This is communism. Look at this. They're taking over these streets. This, what they're doing up here in Nashua is permanent. Permanent. So here's a private company. Wake up. No residents. I want to know, where's Governor Sununu? Where's Governor Sununu? What's what's your problem? What is wrong with this person? Are they in America? Yes. Okay, they should be speaking English. Why? <laughs> they should be speaking English. Because what? They should really? be speaking English. Are they illegal aliens? They don't speak the language? Oh my the language God. Do they not speak the language? When you drive into the state, what does it say? Do it they says, not speak the language? I have no idea. Okay, why do you care? Because I, I wasn't talking to you. You're harassing me. I have a right. To harass you have a right me. to how harass. Am I, how am I harassing them? You're yelling at them. While am I yelling? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Are they illegal? The so I'm trying to enjoy my lunch. So, so then go go enjoy your lunch. You're Why are you wearing a mask? Why am I wearing a mask? Yeah. <laughs> really? Okay. Really? Okay. What a so this guy bitch. decided that he's going to come over here and be a social I justice warrior. Right. I know, really. Because I was six feet away outside. Oh, it's over from the other side. Because he's, he's a black man, and he's going to protect the brown man oh from this white God. woman. Yeah, bitch. Practicing, um white privilege because she yeah. happened to walk by and heard this guy talking to all of these guys doing this work in Spanish. Wow. So in I'm going Spanish. into the studio. I'm in shock, really that somebody thinks that that's an appropriate way to behave. To interrupt others' day. First of all, this is, I don't care what, what these goddamn Trump and Z's say, this is a nation of immigrants. There are 
it's really Mark C on the chat. Karen is the new pandemic. It's the truth. What do these effing Trump Zs bring to the table? Somebody tell me. I'd probably sh- be shocked if ever a Trump Z was caught being a nice person, a normal person, a decent person. They're all a bunch of morons. Speak English. Instead of saying to myself, oh, you see here somebody speaking a different language. Well, oh, gee, uh, tell me what's, I don't know. Tell me about uh, this cultural, I don't know. Tell me about this goddamn diverse world. I'm such a, I'm I'm so insulated. I only like and meet people just like me. So I hear there's a whole big world out there. Can we, let's talk about it. Speaking the language, speak English. Well, English is, it, it's it's true on the, on the chat. Haiku says, why isn't she speaking the na- native language of the tribe, of the lands that she is on? Exactly. These idiots caught in the act of being themselves. What does she think she's doing? She's making this country great? No, she's making it stupid, small, ignorant, tiny, embarrassed, and the, the, the laughing stock of the entire world, just like her. What do they bring to the table? If you don't like people speaking another language, go learn the goddamn language. You tiny, small-minded, little, dumb... I'm trying not to curse. I know. I know. Well, they... This bitch lost her job. Her name... I can't believe she had a radio show. Oh, wait. Here's something else she did. Look at this. What? Oh, that's different. That's different. That's different. I'm looking at radio hosts. I I looked up Karen. Apparently, another Karen. <laughs> Karens are everywhere. I'm sorry to Karens who are nice and normal. That must suck. But Karen, he, of course, she's a Trump and Z from the Daily Mail. Video kills the radio star's career. Talk show host is fired after uploading a video of herself harassing Hispanic construction workers in a racist tirade. She uploaded that video. She thought that that was something that she would be commended for. She thought that was a good thing to do, that people would say, good going, Diana Plus. Thank you for making America great. No, honey. We're sick of people like you. You drag us down. That's what Republicans do. It's sort of like how the rich, how the elites, the the Trumpanzee elites, the um, the oligarchs, they want to make well, and the Republican puppets and some Democratic enablers. Let's be real. They want to make the American worker compete with the rest of the world by making the American worker, by dragging the American worker down to the level of the low wage, wage slave nations of the world. So then they, the rich, the oligarchs will bring their manufacturing base home. You know, they, why move overseas? If the American worker will 
uh, will learn to live on $15 a month like their, their, uh, their competitors in Vietnam or whatever, right? That's the ultimate goal of this whole um, free, free trade, so to speak. It's bullshit. So, in order, but but just like the um, the uh, Trump and the elites want to drag America down in that way, the Trump and the the regular run of the mill Trump and want the entire world to be as small and dumb and tiny and fearful and ugly as they are. Diana Ploss, a former, a former, <laughs> former now host, f- who the hell would give her a goddamn show on a radio? WSMN Radio had been on her way to the studio in downtown Nassau on July 10th when she happened to upon a group of laborers. Ploss apparently became incensed when she heard a Caucasian worker from the uh, uh, an, a company called Morin's, M-O-R-I-N, landscaping, speaking Spanish to his Hispanic colleagues. Are you speaking English? Plosh said. It's America. English, English, English. Shut the F up. Get your filthy, disgusting trump nose out of people's business and go to work, dumb bitch, being a mouthpiece for the oligarchy. That's what she did. She'll continue to find another way. Don't worry. She'll get on Diamond and Silk. They'll make her into their cause. Another a victim of the cancel culture. She victim. She canceled herself. Yes, yeah, some culture needs to be canceled. Diana Ploss. She thought that she... Obviously, she thought she was in the right. That she posted it. She wanted to get a bunch of high fives from the racist assholes of this country. Let's see. Plus, an avid Trump supporter. I'm so surprised. Launches into a perplexing and paranoid monologue about communism. And the, well, what isn't what isn't perplexing and well paranoid? Also confusing. When Trump and get on a roll, do they make sense? No. That's what happens. It's the byproduct of being an oligarch's bitch. A useful idiot in a system designed to make the rich richer, the working class, the working poor, and everybody else, and everyone, not everybody else, and everyone at each other's throats. She's doing her job just well. She's playing her part for the oligarchy. Beautifully, in the oligarchy's opinion, that's what they laugh all the way to the bank. These are the same oligarchs that would that look at Trump employing undocumented workers all over, all over his properties. That's what they do. The hypocrisy. Because in their mind, the only good worker is a dumb and exploitable worker. A silent worker, that's for sure. 
In the hours since her video went viral, a petition to have Plas and her show moved from WSMN's airwaves was set up and garnered 6,538 6, signatures in a statement posted on its website. WSMN announced on Sunday that PLOS was no longer associated or affiliated in any way with WSMN. <laughs> what could she have brought to the table? I'm telling you, that bitch has a show on terrestrial radio, and we're here sitting saying, hey, let's uh, get more patrons. Please give the show a good review. Thanks for your super chats. It makes me sick. That's why I asked, become a patron, please. Go over there now. We need patrons. We need about a thousand more of you. And then we will have a show every single day that I won't have to cut short. Let's see. Are you speaking English? Unreal. Crazy Karens. Someone posted on Instagram. Oh, she viewed. She got. She got her. She took her place on Crazy Karens on Instagram. That's a channel you could really get caught in a you in a Crazy Karen hole, so to speak, and never escape the entire day. You could find yourself watching and with eyes ag and mouth agape in shock of where the hell we live in a bizarre attempt to justify her demands plus tells the workers you work for the state so you should be speaking english when the workers reply that they in fact work for a private company and not the state plus remains undeterred is anyone here illegal she asked this is america speak english Plus, an avid Trump supporter then launches into a, well, I read this already, perplexing and paranoid monologue about communism. So they have these people out here who don't speak English, who are putting on this stuff and that taxpayers are paying for. And look at what they're doing. This is communism. What the fuck is she talking about? This is communism, she repeats. They're taking over the streets, all the commies. They're not even speaking English, so I can't see their plots, but I'm on to them. Amid the commotion caused by Plus, <laughs> his, uh, by her soliloquy, an African-American man is seen approaching her from the other side of the road, asking her, why are you harassing these people? They Are they in America? She asks, who replies, yes, then they should speak English. Okay. When the man asks on what basis the workers are legally required to speak English, Ploss offers no explanation, simply responding, they should be speaking English. What the man <laughs> asks her on what basis the workers are legally required to speak English, she says again, they should be speaking English. What a moron. When the bystander continues to question her point of view, Plus says, why do you care? I wasn't talking to you. And then the talk show host then asks the man, she has the right to harass, then tells the man, I'm sorry, she has the right to harass the workers before the man asks her, before she asks the man, why are you wearing a face mask? The man says, well, there's a global pandemic. Oh, okay, so this guy's coming over here to be a social justice warrior. 
because he's a black man. He's going to protect the brown man from the white woman who's practicing white privilege. Because she's happened to walk by and hear this guy talking to all these guys talking in Spanish. And the white bitch is such a dumb bitch, she doesn't, she barely speaks English, much less Spanish. Good morning, patriots, she says in a post. All right? That's why I say, come on. Enough with this patriot. We're the patriots. This bitch is not a patriot. She's a racist asshole who has absolutely no clue what it means to be a patriot. Shut your pit, your your goddamn pie hole. Your Trump hole. Patriot. That's why I'm tired of them. Besides everything else. And determined to reclaim the entire mantle of patriotism. Because they don't earn it. They never earned it. They don't own it. They have no business with it. They don't know what to do with it. They don't know what it means. They have zero clue. What a pa- What is a patriot? A patriot is somebody who leaves nobody behind. That's what patriot... A patriot means fellow countrymen. Patriot. And if you're... Even if those people are undocumented, the other thing is don't act like an asshole. Stop looking and and uh like first of all aren't you embarrassed for Christ's sakes if these are people working in our country have a little respect don't prove everybody right in the world that we are the ugly americans ridiculous that's white privilege right there the everything is Yours. The world revolves around you. Don't know how to behave. Leave people alone. Oh my God. Diana Plus. I'm not backing down, she writes on her Instagram page. I think she might have shut her Instagram page down, though. <laughs> it's like, because I can't, I can't get it. Unbelievable. Well, it's it continues. In other news, following up on what we were talking about a couple of I don't know one a couple of shows ago, we played that video from that guy who harassed the um, the family that was celebrating. They were celebrating their aunt's birthday party. And another Trump supporter, another racist, fascist, ignorant disgrace to humanity had to, first of all, he was staring at them like just with these evil goddamn Ted Bundy eyes and started to harass them, calling them names what the hell? Why don't they... Sh- I mean, I don't understand how anybody sitting there thinks that it's a good idea 
and you know what it is? It's that that's his privilege. You understand? That family is not human. Let me see. I'm trying to find the goddamn thing. Here we go. His name is Michael Lofthouse. He was a CEO. Now he has resigned over a racial outburst. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Where is it? The chief executive of a California technology company stepped down after the release of a video showing him using vulgar and racist language towards an Asian family at a restaurant. Solid 8 CEO Michael Lofthouse resigned from the San Francisco Bay Area tech startup on Saturday. CBS station reports Lofthouse issued a statement announcing his departure from Solid 8, but he didn't say if he was leaving voluntarily or at the request of the company. My comments towards the families involved were racist, hurtful, and deeply inappropriate. Why would you do it then? Right? What's wrong with you? In case you missed it, let's see if I can find the video quickly. It's really disturbing. Loft house. This is what happens. When the hell was that show? Anyway. Now everybody's losing. I'm losing all my patrons by second. Second's They're like running over to the Patreon page and hitting unsubscribe. Well, hopefully you can become a patron at patreon.com. And I always say we'll get a, we'll get some producers in here (laughs) to look up these goddamn articles. Oh shit. All right, I can't find the video. My comments towards the families involved were racist, hurtful, and deeply inappropriate. Well, what is wrong with you? Why would you say it? Why would you sit there calling them Asian pieces of shit? This is what a human being in a restaurant thought was, you know, uh, was appropriate. Hmm. The video Chan posted to social media shows Lofthouse cursing and gesturing with his middle finger at the family. Why? How come you never see, you don't see progressives doing things like this, right? This is why I say, you know, for Democrats, they're, they're not perfect, but at least they're not ugly on the inside. They're not evil. You don't have Democrats like, for example, Lee Atwater, who died, who got brain cancer. He was Karl Rove's mentor, men, yeah, mentor, and he had, you know, he was uh, one of the, he taught Karl Rove every dirty trick in the book. So when he realized that he was going to leave this mortal coil prematurely, in his, well, he was forty. He called up everybody that he had harmed in politics to beg them to forgive him 
for all the harm he had done to them and this country. But you never hear Democrats having to do that. Call people up and beg them to forgive them for what? Trying to give them health care? Trying to raise their standard of living? Trying to ensure that they don't go hungry and homeless in a pandemic? Trying to ensure that a con man doesn't get to use this government like uh, he used everybody who signed up for Trump University. Oh, my God. Lofthouse said in his statement that he plans to enroll in an anti-racist program I wholeheartedly acknowledge that I am complicit in a system that enables this behavior. Honey, that behavior is above and beyond. Who's, whoever, that's white privilege right there, but who would ever think to behave like that? When someone is celebrating a birthday, that you're going to sit across from them with evil eyes staring at them, and go on a racist rant for no good reason, saying Trump is going to fuck you. That's normal? You effers need to leave, you Asian piece of shit. What? No, honey, you got it exactly backwards. There's no pieces of shit here except you, Lofthouse. He thought that that was a good idea. Nobody would... Who would ever think to behave like that? Why is it always Republicans and Trump? When they're caught in the act of being themselves, it's it's a Trump and Z. It's a Republican. You know why? Because they hate this country. They hate human beings. We are nothing... You understand whether they, of course, when they get into a position, when they have money and power, they are unfit. They don't know what to do with it. So they use it to kick down. They are kick down, kiss up bullies. That's why they are unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation, especially a nation that is supposed to work for all. So... Exactly. He repented. Give me a break. Why? It's beyond belief because only a sick scumbag, someone who was a waste of human DNA, he repented? He, what would have happened if they didn't catch him? If he wasn't on camera? If he didn't get internet famous? He knew the camera was on him and he went on and on and on. You're an Asian piece of shit. Trump is going to fuck you. What did you think? You thought that you were going to get high fives, I guess. You were going to get an appearance on Sean Hannity. One of the team. And I'm not surprised. You know, Tucker Carlson, his head writer, apparently, got fired after racist posts on his blog... (laughs) Or whatever, I don't know. Was it on his blog? Racists, his head writer. 
his top writer resigned after racist posts and sexist remarks in online forum after secretly posting. What what do you mean secret? Why is I'm so surprised he resigned, frankly, because that's probably what got him the job. That's what you gotta be. It's a qualifier. Racist and sexist remarks in an online forum. That's just him telling it like it is, right? That's why Republicans think, oh, they're not free unless they can be as ugly and racist and sexist, as misogynist, as hateful as they need to be. While the rich ride us all to the bank, they will do their part by keeping us divided because they hate this country. They lack the fundamental ability to be uh, to to ever bring our founding motto to fruition e pluribus unum these are people you think that they would pledge their lives fortunes and sacred honor to each other to us no way no 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 they are the enemies of this country from within that the founders warned us about you know, they'd be able, if this were the 1700s, of course, and we were uh, not actually trying to live up to the promises in our founding ideals. For example, when uh, they, that's what they think. When, when the founders write, all men are created equal. Yeah, all men are equal. All white men, period. End of sentence. Nobody else. That's what they're capable of. That's as as far as it gets. They have yet to evolve. They don't want to evolve. That's their their American birthright. So sexist, secretly posting sexist and racist comments. What's the secret, honey? That's the problem. They they use the dog whistles, and then go online, they try to be secret about it, but Trump has given them permission to come flying out of the friggin' belfry. So, I'm surprised. He resigned? Eh, That's probably what got him the job to begin with. So it says, a top writer for Fox News host Tucker Carlson has for years been using a pseudonym to post bigoted remarks on an online forum that is a hotbed for racist, sexist, and other offensive content. Well, he knew to use a pseudonym, so obviously he knew that the normal people of the earth aren't appreciative. We're trying not to be a bunch of assholes like right-wingers. That's why you don't give right-wingers power. They can't help being caught in the act of being themselves a bunch of racist sexist pigs no offense to pigs frankly i love pigs they're charming and intelligent not like goddamn republicans who really offer nothing they bring nothing to the table just this week the writer blake neff responded to a thread started by another user in 2018 with the subject line Would you let a jet black Congo N-word do LASIK eye surgery on you for 50% off? Neff wrote, I wouldn't get LASIK from an Asian for free, so no. 
The subject line was not censored in the forum, of course. On June 5th, he wrote, Black dudes staying inside playing Call of Duty is probably one of the biggest factors in keeping crime down. What a disgusting, gross asshole. That's who they are. I'm telling you guys, this is why they are not fit. This is why they can't say the, the name of the Democratic Party. That's too much for them. These are ignorant, tiny, little infants who refuse to evolve. They're not interested in having a functioning society and having a, a decent discourse. They, they see where they live. They were born in a country that, has, that is a nation of immigrants, and they, they just don't like it. They don't like America. That's why they need to keep the rich rich and the white people at the top of the heap. They're incapable of, of making a more perfect union. They are. It's, it takes a, an emotional maturity. They lack that. That's why they can't say Democratic Party. They're infants. You know what I mean? You wouldn't put a schoolyard bully. You wouldn't give a schoolyard bully a primetime TV show to spread his asshole ignorance hate. Absolutely not. But here we have it. Here in the United States of Serfs and Lords, of course. And all how many people hang on their words? You think we can have a more perfect union when morons like them have such huge platforms to spread their asshole hate. That's why I say support liberal media. It's that important. We're in this boat because of people like Tucker Carlson and Blake Neff and the dumb bitch Karen, whatever her name is, who told everybody to speak English. That's why we're in this boat. That's why the working class is now the working poor. This is what they think. Uh, oh, let me see here. Let's see. On June 24th, Neff commented, Honestly, given how tired black people always claim to be, maybe the real crisis is their lack of sleep? On June 26th, Neff wrote, that only people who care about changing the name of at the NFL Washington Redskins are white libs and their university-educated pets, quote-unquote. Pets? Oh, oh, I guess um, those who aren't white, that's pets. Oh, hi. Here's my pet, Tara Jr. Jr. But dehumanizing calling other human beings, oh, it's our pets. If you really, if you give a shit, if you, if you're, if you're normal enough to know that the name Washington Redskins is offensive and has no business being anywhere in a modern nation, then you're just a white lib who cares about your university-educated pets scumbags that's who they are 
no offense to scumbags. Frankly, scumbags have a utilitarian value. Where are you going to put your scum? So I don't see any value in Republicans. They need to shut up and tr- and evolve. Try. At least try. And in the meantime, shut your mouths. They have no business having nationally syndicated platforms. But that's why the rich, the the elites, put them on from sea to shining sea. It's the game. That's over the course of five years, Neff has maintained a lengthy thread in which he's derided a woman and posted information about her dating life that's invited other users to mock her and invade her privacy. There has, at times, also been an overlap between some material he posted or saw on the forum and Carson's show. CNN Business contacted Neff for comment on Thursday night after he or some someone acting on his behalf posted uh, past that email to Fox News spokesperson, a network spokesperson on Friday, told CNN Business that Neff had resigned. In a memo sent to employees after the story was first published, Fox News' CEO Susanna Scott and President Jay Wallace condemned the horrific, racist, misogynistic, and homophobic behavior. Well, tune in to your primetime network lineup. If you really want to be appalled, goddamn you, Neff's abhorrent conduct on this forum was never divulged to the show or the network until Friday, at which we swiftly accepted his resignation. Make no mistake, action such as this cannot and will not be tolerated. Get out of here. What do you mean it's only tolerated when it's the dog whistle? They found him being himself. That's who they are. It's all of them. Do a Google search for me. You'll never find me on any forums saying anything like that. I'll be talking about making a country that works for all. But when you catch these bastards, what are they? They they are constantly caught in the act of being themselves racist, homophobic, misogynist, evil, ugly, greedy, small, tiny, making this world even worse, and certainly not making America great. Oh, God. All right, guys, 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 guys. This is not a marathon tonight, unfortunately. Maybe tomorrow. I don't mean to cut it short. Usually we go on for two hours, but you know me. I got to get back to doing something that uh, I've committed to do. So, Like I say, I ask you all to become a patron at patreon.com slash Devlin to keep the show going and to keep it growing. If there is a patron, if we get another patron, maybe I'll do a show tomorrow. I'm doing the show tonight because I promised that if we got some patrons, we would do a show on Monday. Roger took the challenge, 
and Verdant Square Network took the challenge. And so here we are. Thank you all for, really, for sticking with the show. If you can't become a patron, you can also please give the show a good review on iTunes. Share the show with your friends. Become, I don't know, do some super chats. Join us in the Discord chat. That's great, too. Get to know each other. We're really building a community. And it's all part of how we're going to win. We will win. Because we are the real patriots, like I say all the time. We're on the right side of history. We are on the right side of democracy. You know it. I want to thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Stephen, for your super chat. And Shannon, thank you so much for all your support. Thank you for your super chat. Thank you, Patricia. Getting another super chat right under the wire. That makes me feel good. You guys are great. I will try to... We'll see what happens. We want a patron. If there is a patron, by tomorrow, I will do a show on Tuesday. What do you think? Is that a good idea? Do you think we can do it? Is there somebody that wants to be a patron. Even at the $2 a month level, that's like a cup of coffee so we can fight these bastards, these fascist bastards, and spread the, the good news about the progressive policies that built the middle class that will, that will, that can do it again and will create a more perfect union. I know what we need to do. I talk about it all of the time. It's not a goddamn mystery how we heal this country. We, we have to. We have to rebuild trust in each other, in this country, in the, um, in the government that we are all part of, the government of, by, and for the people. That's us. Thank you, covert white rabbit. Again, another right under the wire super chat. But this is how we build a country that works for all. We spread the good news about progressivism that real progress, real patriots, not progress, not just progressive, real American patriots understand that we leave no one behind. And haiku, thank you for another page. I mean, another super chat right under the wire. What's going on here? It's insane. And okay, we have we have to have policies that are meant for all, not just for some people who are uh, really low on the ladder. You know what I mean? We talk about it all the time. That's how we will have uh, a country that works for all. Everybody in, nobody out. That is the only patriotic American value. So that's why we're here spreading that, the truth. Because we're up against it. Think about that. For how many years the Tucker Carlson show with his head writer spreading all that racist goddamn hate throughout this country. Of course we're sick. That's all a byproduct of a bought-and-paid-for media. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know you know it. Guys, I hope 
that we do get a patron overnight. Oh, my God. Terry Taylor. Another super trend. I'm going to get. I might just have to do a show anyway. Patron or not. But I really want a patron. I'm trying to keep it going. I really am. And every time we get a new patron, I say, all right, we're doing something right. I see other shows. They have thousands of patrons. Will we get there? I hope so. We better get there. Otherwise, we're done. So we need about a thousand more of you. We got a ways to go, but we can do it. I know it can happen. I know there are more people that listen than participate in the chat. I see the stats. I know that you're out there. If you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Share the show with your friends. We are the real liberals. I mean, the real patriots. Well, this is real liberal, unapologetic liberal talk because we're on the right side of history. We are on the right side of democracy. And we stick together. We win. We know it. It's another way of saying e pluribus unum. Out of many, one. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. Hopefully, hopefully, yes, I will see you tomorrow night.